Uncle Alan, why didn't you save us in New York? I know you tried. That's why you switched shows. Thank you, baby. We are live on Twitch and Discord, boys. How are we? Episode 180. And so on. Boys, how are we? Etc. Grand. God, now I have to monitor two chat windows. Good Lord. Anyway, boys, how's life? How are we? It's not much to talk about this week outside of Twitter fun. Another, but we'll find something to talk about. <laughs> another, another week down, another week in lockdown. What level five has been extended? Well, it will be extended until the end of February, so may as well get fucking used to it. I thought it was six past months Paddy's day. I heard it yeah, past Paddy's day. Yeah. Paddy's day. Has it been officially extended? Because I think Paddy was saying to me yesterday that it's officially until the end of uh, until the end of February. But places are cancelling Valentine or Paddy's Day parades. I should say not Valentine's Day. Well, Val- Val- Valentine's Day has a massacre this year. That's ah, true, of course, it's true. That, yeah. That's what was in my head. I was scro- I'm scrolling through Twitter and I saw something pop up for Valentine's Day Massacre. So like, but first, a libation, puff of all. That's the Ooh. stuff. 4 p.m. beers. Gotta love it. Please indulge. Ooh. Oh, tasty, tasty beers in the middle of the day. Oh, I'm still on dry January, lads. What's the weekly update, Gordo? Um, it's going grand. Haven't, haven't had a can since New Year's. Surviving. Very good. Thankfully, thankfully the rumble is after midnight. Yep. So, <laughs> so uh, guess what Gordo was doing as soon as that ends. Although, there is, although I'm pretty sure I'm going to be working. Instead of my usual three o'clock starts, I will probably be working at like 12 the day after the rumble. So I can't get hammered, hammered. But uh, I will be drinking a lot. Very good. Uh, Rian has popped into the Twitch chat. And he says, this is Dana White. Old man, I got you, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Dana White. Let me watch oh, my Dana. stuff illegally in peace. <laughs> so, which one is he going for, do you reckon? Um, what's MMA Core? Isn't that the big one? Oh, yes. Um, yeah, well, I mean, he said, Dana White has come out and said that he's watching someone's house. They've got people outside a dude's house, and as soon as he sets the stream live, we got him. Like, dude, that's highly illegal. <laughs> yeah, so. Is he, like, is he gone full, like, demented old man yet? Is he's, he's not far away from it. Kind of getting there. So, like, there, I can't remember the last time I saw a UFC fight promoted this heavily. Like, genuinely. I know McGregor's in it, but it's everywhere. They had, like, spots on talk sports and everything all throughout the week. So, BT Sport are pushing it just as big. Um... And like Gordo said so, last week, the card isn't even as good as the fight night last week. No. But it's all about Conor McGregor. Oh, three messages were deleted by a moderator in Twitch. Streamlabs, <laughs> Tarian, please refrain from spamming symbols. <laughs> <laughs> Have that, you bollocks. I like this moderator. Yeah. I didn't I even know like I set Rian. that up. So apparently it auto cancels. So mm. uh, Rian has been cancelled in Rian Twitch. Rian auto cancelled. <laughs> Yeah, they're not even thrown in there. It's 30 quid for the fight on BT Sport box office, and I'm pretty sure it's 60 over in the States. So. Yeah, they're always crazy prices in the States. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's, trying, it's normally trying to get people into bars. Yeah. Um, I am not paying 30 quid to watch that fight. I, no. I'm working in the morning anyway, so 
I'm going to miss it, but uh, there's always... a place to watch wrestling that you could also watch <laughs> MMA on. Does, does Dana White know that all these... Wait, should we put that in the universe? There's alternative uh, genres of combat sports streaming sites that you can find these things on. <laughs> so, uh, Steve, what time uh, is this on at? Uh, <laughs> I'm saying nothing. I'm saying nothing. Timer. Okay, Johnny. Timer, is it? What? Timer. What time timer? Is it timer. 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 Timer TV. What? Timer for TV. Okay. I don't know. It feels like I watched wrestling 24 hours this week. Dot net. Dot net. Oh, man. It, 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 I love, like, because the Premier League started, or not started this. They've been trying this for a while. And and they, yeah, they have a bit of luck at the start of the season. Then three or four weeks in, it's a shit show again. They just, God bless Russia. That's all I'm saying. Keep <laughs> the streams coming, boys. Um, anyway, Twitch is working. My computer hasn't exploded, so that's a good. That's good. News. Oh my God. Well, before we go into anything, how how is your lives? <clears throat> I just got the notification myself that we're live, and we've been live for about ten minutes. So clearly, the Twitch notifications are working quite well. <laughs> I got a couple of minutes ago, so it's okay, just slow. Cool. Well, what do you mean? Um, what's going on in your lives? What's going on in the world? What's uh, Gardo you know, has some good news. Yeah. Oh or, yeah. Yeah. Which it's weird not being able to drink and being able to celebrate this, but uh, new new job starting Monday, so slightly better. It's technically a sideways step, but it looks a hell of a lot better on my CV. So yeah, I'm in good form over that, and also shitting a break about how potentially horrible it could go. That'd be grand. I have to manage people, Nick. <laughs> to have me in charge of looking at I've people. I've had to do that for nearly a year now. It's grand. Yeah, you're a responsible adult. I have the mental <laughs> age of... Ah, uh, so Gordo is the Michael Scott of the podcast. Mm. Pretty much. You know how I have Gordo's house bugged for sound drops and things? Yes. I got, yeah, the, I got yeah. this just as he got the news. <laughs> <laughs> that poor bat. Uh, I literally, I, I, in all honesty, I got told this on a call around about 15, 20 minutes after I woke up on Monday. So uh, I was like, wait, what? what? Is this really happening? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's happening. Uh, can, can I sleep on it and I'll talk to you about it tomorrow? <laughs> like, Steve, what? <laughs> I just like, want to point something out. Steve Fitz is now following us on Twitch. Ah, <laughs> Thanks, <music>. Fitz. <laughs> it only took you a few weeks. <laughs> 52% oh, of the way there, though. Way. Well, we might not be. We found this out on the... On oh, the no, that's... Point hospital. Some of that, the test chats could be... Or some of the test follows could be in that as well, couldn't they? I think it's 25, not 26. I think there's one out. Okay. It should show it. If you go onto the Twitch page, it'll say how many... Um, our Twitch is twitch.tv forward slash alleged wrestling podcast, Mad Max. Um, yeah, one of them we were doing... Because some guy followed one we were doing the hospital stream the other night. Hey, Mad Max is there. Thanks, dude. That's another Twitch follow. Hey. Anyone else listening live, follow on Twitch. We'll hit the 50 <laughs> today. Um, our children yeah. need wine. Our children do need wine. But yeah, um, yeah, the Twitch, I was testing the notifications because the notification didn't come through when someone followed. And then I just kept pressing the button and I was like, <laughs> Gordo and, and uh, Deliverance were like, who are all these people that are following? The, the, the bar is going up and up and up. And then we discovered uh, the tests count towards the the bar when you're live. But when you go off, it fixes itself. So it's all um, G. Wonderful. All G. 
Feed Pick Friday is coming. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ryan. <laughs> Jump into the Just Chatting channel on Twitch if you're ever bored and Pornhub isn't working. Oh, um, Ryan just thrown in there. Can't wait for the Saudis to find a Twitch. Oh no, <laughs> we've had our issues with them boys before. Oh, they, they, they got us on Mixer, on Mixer. <laughs> Damn one Saudis. Plus nine <laughs> elsewhere. Do you remember? <laughs> um, do you remember the, the day we got a message? Yeah, we got a DM on um, Twitter, and you know, it's like if they don't follow you, wrestling. Ask two wrestling. Ask two wrestling. Yeah, we're sounding like Sean Ross Sapper with all the plugs, but um, the um, it was just a message request. So Gordo clicked into it. I think and it just says "fuck you" from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it was my favorite message we ever got. <laughs> I'll bring back the Saudi shows. They were great. Uh, when we finally get two bit towers created, that's going to be hung on the wall of our lobby. <laughs> just had that print just blown up on yeah. the wall. Yeah, we that was the moment the... we knew we were going to make it. Yeah, uh, we need to get T-shirts made. <laughs> just that tweet. <laughs> Fuck you from Saudi. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, uh, oh, actually, Mad Max mentions uh, Mish. Mish sent us a new logo and new design for like a shirt or oh, posters and stuff. Holy hell! It's fucking amazing. Yeah. I was talking to him offline anyway, but. If he is listening, uh, that was very kind. No need to do that. That was crazy. Oh, I was very surprised at that. So. We've said it many times. One of the kindest, if not the kindest men in all of podcasting. Oh, Man absolutely. Just mm-hmm. So selfless. Just He always wants to pay it forward. So much love to that guy. Fucking love him to bits. Mm-hmm. Sound yeah. cunt. Sound uh, cunt, which is a good thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Undertaker on Joe Rogan. Did anyone listen to the full thing? Yeah. Oh god, no! Strict three yeah. hours long. Don't have time for that. Cold yeah. thing, cold thing. Oh, was working the other day. Okay, so well, Twitter has had a meltdown, and I want to know what's in context. Or are these comments taken completely out of context? Because all I've listened to are the three clips that were up on Joe Rogan's YouTube yesterday. It's Which, predominantly out of context. Yeah. Okay. There's elements of it where he's kind of almost shooting on the new talent. Uh, and there is one part of it where he is 100% shooting on the new talent, saying that they're soft. Uh, but the rest of it is mainly like just... S-A-W-F-T, like? Yeah, well, you have to, you know, elongate it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, but apparently the... you can't teach that, though. I don't know. No. Ah, no wonder they're fucking soft, so... Yeah, you can't um, Yeah, but the, the, the crux of it really was that he's a 50-plus-year-old man, and these are 20-somethings. There's obviously a huge generational gap, and that's basically what he was pointing out yeah mm-hmm. like i even look at and i'll throw back to something that we've often talked about uh which is well i've, I've talked about amongst ourselves offline is the diff the generational gap when it came to even myself and my father when it came to me moving up here for the job we got up here and everything he couldn't understand that there was even a career in that it's like what, what are you going doing you know what video games what the fuck is that you know, obviously things have changed down through the years and moved on, but like made a steady enough career out of things for a couple of years. And it was very much a, it's a generational gap there. It's only about 20 years of a difference between me and him, but he couldn't understand it. This is exactly what it is with Taker. He does. It's it's a generational gap. Why weren't but you out or, digging roads, Gordo? Go out and dig the roads. <laughs> oh, trust me. He fucking, he would love something, something like that. But look, then he understood it, eventually came around to it, but. At the end of the day, there was that misunderstanding and thing of just not quite getting. Yeah, like you where, can take anything out of context. 
Yeah. But like to, to put, he reaffirmed, reaffirmed what he was saying by the fact that, you know, when he was a young up and comer, he'd spend hours waiting in people's lobbies just to get an audition, to get a chance on a show, to get a gig. Was it eight months, uh, he said, wasn't it? Eight yeah. Ago? Trying at the um, Sportatorium. Yeah. yeah. And he'd be living in his car. He doesn't know where his next meal would come from. And then you've got the newer generation, you know, not necessarily complaining, but feeling unhappy and slight disgruntled because they're full time paid personal trainers effectively sitting in the performance center and maybe not getting on tv as much as they'd want you know this was something that balor brought up a while ago when he turned heel he kind of you know it was a bit of a kayfabe but kind of using reality he mentioned how he left ireland when he was you know 19 or whatever it was and he went to the dojos and he was cleaning up toilets Mm. and making people's food and he was being broken physically and mentally and now people just land over to the pc and make fifty thousand dollars a year to train yeah, and he did all this for free. Uh, you know, there yeah. is, a, and that was only Baller's only what he's just pushing forty now, is he, or maybe just gone forty? Yeah, so it's, around that. it's well, not that, that long ago, you know. Yeah. Thirty nine. There you go. A lot of these people invested in themselves to get where they are, and that's why they got where they were. You know, if you're yeah. not willing to, it's it's like most things. You can reply to even our own lives. If you're not willing to, you know, take out a loan to get yourself into college, for example, or take out a part-time job to put yourself through college, then, you know, is, is it really worth going to college? You know, you have to ask yourselves these questions. If you get everything for free, do you really have true value and appreciation for these things? And uh, if you if you work for it, if you earn it, then you have more uh, valuable experience out of it all. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Look, the, the way I look at fuck wrestling Twitter. Wrestling oh, yeah. Twitter d- is worst. The revisionist history on Taker since these comments is fucking yeah. hilarious. Oh, I, yeah. get, I get some people, like, he's not to everyone's taste. I 100% understand that. If you don't like him or you just you're not bought into it, I completely understand that. I, I totally get it. But at the same time, for people to make it out, oh, well, sure, he was never this big de- deal anyway. She was only given the title so we could put it on someone else and all this sort of... It's like, essentially, nearly trying to make out at times that he was a placeholder fucking champ to put on other people and I was like, lads, get the fuck over yourselves. 30 years with the one fucking company. Being able to keep that character and keep refreshing stuff as it is. He, the man done one hell of a fucking job with it. He kept everything open, kept kept everything going and fresh. I'm going to say something said many times on here. One of the greatest things I've ever witnessed at a wrestling show was being in an arena for a taker entrance at Mania. Oh special. yeah, the mystique it's, and the feel special, of it—it yeah. it is fucking special. It feels legit. As great as the fucking Hell in a Cell match that we saw that time was, the best thing about that whole mania was just being able to witness a Taker entrance. And Rory in the chat was there for Mania Twenty when the Taker came back as the Dead Man. Oh, good lord! Oh, nice. Was, and oh, in the man. garden, wasn't it? That was, garden, was the garden. Yeah. yeah. Good lord. Fuck. We we were there for in AT and T. The Hell in a Cell match oh. with Shane, massive fucking entrance with the big star behind him was great. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the thing. The shriek of Paul Bear. Yeah. Oh, yes. And then bang, the music hits. Good times. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember history. People just are getting their fucking knickers in a twist over clips out of context. I say 90% of the people who are quoting these things and bringing out fucking stories on the back of it are not even paying much fucking attention to the whole interview and have only listened to maybe 10, 15 minutes of it. But the thing was that there wasn't a whole lot in wrestling this week. You know, there wasn't anything hugely great, hugely awful. 
but then wrestling Twitter provided content. So at least, the, you know, <laughs> at least we got the taker stuff to talk about. Um, but he, the lad sent us in the WhatsApp group yesterday from Fightful Select. WWE, you're not paying for the COVID vaccine for the talent. Good Lord. Madness. Yeah, absolutely yeah. insane. I, but they got that award for how good they handled the whole thing. Remember? Yeah. That's yeah. They have the magic spray, Nick. The magic spray that kills the virus. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I just couldn't believe it. Like, they only mentioned COVID 19 for the first time two Mondays ago on TV, and they won an award. And they're the only sports league, if you want to call it that, who won't be providing vaccines. I cannot see, I cannot fathom the NFL come out saying that they're not going to do it or the Premier League or whoever. You know, it's a PR nightmare. Contractors, Steve. It's mm. such bullshit. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I just thought that was really petty. Like, what's that going to cost them versus what's the PR cost? Not that they care about their own PR, but just uh, pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. They have, their, they have their Q4 and end of year earnings call in two weeks. Ooh. Yeah. That That's should be good. funny. Yep. <laughs> like how much staff do they realistically have on their books? Like three hundred, maybe across everything. Talent-wise, maybe another five hundred offices or something. I think they said it was just under three hundred wrestlers, wasn't it? Like, how hard would it be for them to organize this for them? Yeah. It would be piss easy, and it's one yeah. of those things that could generate see, a lot of goodwill with the talent alone. See, they don't have the connections of the government anymore. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. true. Can't ring up Trump to see if he can find a few vaccines down the back of the couch. But anyway, I thought it was pathetic. A really needless, like, I don't know. I don't know. I've worked for some bad people before, but Jesus Christ. Like, you're expecting them to fly around and uh, wrestle and be in close contact with hundreds of people every time they're at work. Mm. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Fucking carnies. Anyway, uh, I was going to talk about that in the AW part, the next thing. Uh, or we could do it now. Fuck it. Uh, Tony Khan and Jerry Lynn. Did you watch Impact? Showed up at Impact this I week. Spot a clip. Yeah. Mm. Um, also at Impact was Private Party and Matt Hardy, who, whatever way it played out, they won a number one contendership shot for the Good Brothers titles on Impact. Yeah. Jerry Lynn uh, got involved in the match. Uh, massive massive heel, Tony Khan. Yeah. It was against, <laughs> against Saban and James Storm. Storm. Yeah, and so I think it was Saban was up in the corner and was going for something, and can't remember was it Tony or someone? Else. Someone pulled basically pulls the ref out to distract him, and uh, fucking Jerry Lynn hops the barrier and grabs his ankle, and then that just distracts him just long enough for gin and juice for the win. So my God, tidy, tidy, nicely done. Um, it's making it more interesting now, anyway. I yeah. Have to, have to yeah. start tuning in on Tuesday nights as well. Yeah. It's more, it's more, <laughs> it's more interesting than who shot this person. Yeah. Well, if the Raw if Raw keeps going the way it does, I might just start watching Impact instead because it's only <laughs> fucking two hours or whatever. Could you imagine saying that a year ago? Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> imagine pre, pre-COVID coming out a year later and saying, do you know what? Raw's gone so shit. And impact's getting so good that I'm going to watch Impact. <laughs> <laughs> we had the death knell against Impact long ago. Uh, as the one show that has no crowd still or no sort yeah. of noise yeah, or anything, yeah. it's still yeah, it, yeah. Oh, that's because what, pretty much most of what you're seeing now is recorded in November. Yeah, yeah. 
Re- yeah. Remember when I used to write reviews of Impact? <laughs> oh God, remember? You got the really bad straw in those reviews. What? Yeah, Impact, yeah. you total divas, you total bellas. Well, by, by, by defense, he, he, he chose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did choose those. <laughs> I volunteered for those because like, I'm going to need some car crash TV. If anything, the worst of the things that I had to review was Impact. <laughs> and then I went through that phase where I was trying to find an image of Nia Jax to be the image of every Total Divas review. Oh, good times. Yeah. Um, I don't know this guy at all, but Fightful. Uh, also, Parker Boudreaux was backstage oh, at NXT. He's a fucking tank. Who is this man? He's a 22 year old. I think he had a former, I think he's a former amateur wrestler, but he's a bodybuilder as well. Uh, he is an absolute tank of a lad. Uh, he's mentioned college football at uh, Notre Dame as well. He's yeah. very Lesnar-like, right? In a school he is really Lesnar-y. Uh, essentially more tattooed Lesnar. Oh, nice. He so refers to himself... stupid tattoos. <laughs> okay, no sword. Uh, he refers to himself as the next big thing and Paul Heyman has tweeted praise towards him a few weeks ago. Interesting. A new Lesnar. I'm in. Um, there's a tweet here of the two of them side by side. <laughs> Okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this lad is a 22? He's 22. In that picture, he would have been 21. Ah, la- he looks like he's about 40. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Briggs truck. Back that shit up. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can't wait for him to fight in the UFC. Fight pit. Fight pit. <laughs> uh, signed then also, Priscilla Kelly, Lacey Ryan, and Elena Black. So Priscilla Kelly, where the, the phrase career was derived from, yeah. uh, is signed. So that's yeah, good. The, the career has finally taken off. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it four years ago, but it's taken off. Uh, what's the color? Gigi Dolan? Yeah. She, yeah, she was on 205 Live this week. They had their first... Um, yeah, the Joe Dolan. The tag match. Joe, <laughs> Joe Dolan's young one finally made it. <laughs> oh, stuff. Um, Gigi Dolan, Gigi Dolan, and Cara Jade. Awesome. God, they're terrible names. Yeah. Ah well, they go out of their way to create terrible names. Who has Just... worse names, Retribution or new signings to NXT? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm kind of I kind of like Slapjack. You know, it's, it's really bad. <laughs> it's so bad that it's good. Ah, uh, Tibor. Ah, yeah. oh, Tibor. No, no crack out of Tibor this week. Anyway, he's he's gone quiet. I wonder why. Oh, that was fun. More of that, please. Uh, I don't think there was anything else, was there, before we start talking? Ah, the chats. Anyway, um, don't think there was anything else this week. Ty Valkyrie is free. Oh, sorry, I missed that one at the end. Apologies. I put my phone down. Ty Valkyrie, uh, free agent, potential Royal Rumble. I'm assuming she's going there, seeing as Morrison is there. Yeah, and I imagine she'd probably go straight to the main roster as well. I don't see her going through NXT. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Um, it's not like they have a, an abundance of talent on the top tier anyway. Mm. It doesn't feel like it at the moment since Charlotte's come back. That division yeah. is starting to die a fucking death. Mm. What does the, it even mean? Intergender wrestling is happening now, so. That match was great. It was fun, yeah. It was. Anyway, um, AEW this week. The internet did not like AEW this week. Don't blame him. Fitz, thoughts? I thought there was a terribly, horribly bad fucking tag team botch. I don't know oh, that it yeah. too much. 
just even, you know, the usual, you know, the joyous ones. Um, even they were like, huh. So I was like, Jesus, was it that bad? I didn't think it was that bad. It was all right. It just wasn't anything. It was no, a, lot of in- read. a lot of in-ring mistakes. I think that was a big thing. I put that down on both Wednesday night shows this week, to be honest mm. with you. Now, nothing compares to the, the tag team botch, but it was a loose week in terms of technical wrestling on the Wednesday night war as well. Other than that, I don't know. I didn't read any reviews, so I don't know what the kind of talking points were. So hit me up what, uh, what went down. Um, did you see the show yet? Or did you catch up on, or did you speed run or whatever? I watched both the Wednesday night shows in full and I've most of SmackDown watched. Oh, not too bad. <clears throat> so there was the eight man tag that opened up and I had a friend of mine. I told lads in discord yesterday, a friend of mine texted me and say, if you haven't seen it yet, do not watch the opening segment of dynamite because you're going to want to 24 seven it. And there's no coming back for you. If you do, <laughs> <laughs> It's a legit text. Uh, so yeah, there was the thing with negative one Brody son, blah, blah, blah. I'm moving past it because I don't want a 24-7. And <laughs> it was Hangman and the Dark Order against the high, uh, Buckshot, Lariat, Page, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, nobody cares. Another multi-man match that blah, blah, blah. The main thing was that Hangman was offered the chance to join the Dark Order. And he said no, because he's, he's been down this road before. Hmm. Worst Too thing is, long and lonesome road. Mm-hmm. Worst thing is, this is probably the one part of the show that I actually thought was all right. Mm. Uh, Penelope Layla Hirsch wasn't bad either, but I just felt the whole show felt flat. It felt too much like filler. The commentary was fucking god-awful this week. Well, the yeah. main thing to talk about was Jericho, I think. Oh, we can get man. back to matches don't, later. Don't, oh. don't stop doing the line Yeah. He nearly higher boosted himself. Yeah. It was instant close. Reaction, instant reaction was seven pedal like he nearly fucking high boosted himself. And I think when he put it in the group chat then the next day and I was like, Thank Christ I'm not the only one who fucking remembers high boost. Yeah. Um yeah, every time he's been doing it over the past couple of years, it's looked worse and worse. And I think this was the tipping point going, Okay, don't do that move Let's anymore. Just leave it off. It's grand. Yeah. It's put out the pasture. You're fifty, you don't need to do the fucking lion salt anymore. I think that's the first time I saw him fuck it up though. No, but it's just been getting closer and closer to not fully rotating over the years. It's just, mm. it, you know, it hasn't been, it hasn't looked well in many years, I don't think. Even when he was in WWE at the end there, it was getting, you know, <laughs> the bounce was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And this was a very close call. Yeah, just looking at it there, he, he, he missed times his run. Yeah. That's what it was. And that fucked up everything. Yeah. He was lucky. You see MGF in the corner as well, like going, oh shit, <laughs> he might be dead. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, he's he's not in shape or whatever, and it's sad to see. I think is the hey round is a shape. Yeah, round <laughs> is a shape. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. But the thing is, in in they're not going to say anything to him over there because they're you know they're normal nice people. Whereas in, <laughs> Vince would have been sending Jericho back with the other big lads to the PC. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta learn to work, pal. <laughs> Gotta learn how to work. Work. Oh, did um, you see uh, Luke Gallows uh, got his trademark through for Sex Ferguson yesterday? Oh, nice. nice. So he can officially sex it up wherever he wants. Nice. He can sell Sex Ferguson merchandise. Perfect. Dear God. <laughs> uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes and Peter Avalon. This is the best Jade Cargill promo I've ever seen. 
<laughs> Didn't say a fucking word. <laughs> they've t- they've bitten the bullet there anyway and told her to shut up. Oh, lads. Mm. Ah, look, uh, to be fair, anytime things are bad in AEW, they correct it really quickly. So that's all you can ask for, really. Hmm. Cody wrote, I don't know why Cody's in this match. I don't know why Peter Avalon's on the match. I don't know. Was there a dark segment or something to lead to this? I didn't really know what was. Avalon has been on a win streak in dark. Right. It's a a five match winning streak and, you know, wins and losses matter. So that got got him onto Dynamite against Cody. And it was back to dark because he lost even after (laughs) a distraction. So, yeah, that went well. Yeah. Ah, it's funny. His matches can be funny with the scream he does, you know, when people try to attack his face because he's pretty, pretty Peter. So. Oh, yeah. oh, that was it. He he wasn't going to tap out to the figure four, but he tapped out when it looked like Cody was going to slap him in the face. Yeah, yeah I was glad <laughs> <clever>. about that. <laughs> uh, another six. Oh, no. John no. Moxley against uh, Fightful <laughs> called them the Sirloin Beef Sons of Bitches. I call them goddamn wrestlers. We have a goddamn wrestler in this caveman, gentlemen. He is a big boy. <laughs> Jesus, he looks cool. He does. Great look. Uh, Nick Camarado. Or Camarato, is it? Camaroto, yes. he's the caveman Nick the caveman that will be his name now Nick the caveman um, he, John Moxley beat him up he was the only person who went, nobody wanted to fight John Moxley was the story they were telling and this guy stood up he's a student of uh, Dustin Reynolds and Dustin Reynolds QT. Dustin Rhodes Run- Runnels. Runnels, Runnels whatever God Gold dust and uh, QT <laughs> Marshall. Anyway, he comes from their school, and uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna make some money. Oh, he is. He's a big boy. He is a big boy. Um, so then nothing else happened, and we had the women's match. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this we had a second Hayabusa moment. Yeah, what this, was going on? This here? was so bad. This was so so bad. So remind me of what it was. It was some flipping segment with top flight or something. And oh, I got a monkey flip. It was in a monkey flip where he'd then have to run over his opponent to then hit a lion salt. Or and he missed shit. every single part of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JR was not happy. No, no. What was the thing he said? Like the run about the legal man. And he's like, oh, who cares at this point or something like that? Oh, yeah, like, what like, does it even matter? Yeah. Yeah. JR does not wrong. like the, yeah. JR doesn't like the multi band tag matches. You can tell that there's he's in the wrong place. Yeah. No, JR I think, sounds like Gordo. <laughs> he passes it up fairly well though, to be fair to him. He doesn't you know, he doesn't shoot on him, but he he lets them know that he's not too impressed yeah, with yeah. the the frivolent obeying of the laws like after after he said those couple of lies he just shut up for a while and let the other guys go and then yeah. until he kind of composed himself like right back into proper yeah. commentary mode again they probably just told him jim go for a walk go, for a walk. <laughs> go find that hoodie you're always talking about on commentary will someone get that man a fucking hoodie <laughs> just have ali walk past Two the X, desk X. anytime <laughs> there's a, a multi-man tag match so jr just wanders away it's perfect <laughs> <laughs> although i i must say i am enjoying the healing it up by private party you yeah. know they it's funny this match is almost like a coming of age to a degree because you see private party kind of hitting that moment where their characters and their gimmick and their shtick is starting to make a little bit of sense now that matt hardy's with them and they're a little bit more crisp in the ring whereas you got top flight the new private party for want of a better term who are coming in greenhorns making silly botchy mistakes so it's it's a weird kind of coming of age moment for the two passing of, them, really. of the torch mm. yeah passing of the botch torch yes, yes. You, but you botch now 
<laughs> yeah. But I think they needed an edge because there's two new young tag teams as well with the acclaimed and top flight. And, you know, yeah. they're the new prize pig. So they and needed if someone needs to take all of these tag teams aside and say, hone your shit down. Don't do anything on TV that you can't do off, the, off TV. Yeah. Yeah, Simple as if you can't fucking nail this shit, fucking ninety nine times out of a hundred, don't fucking do it. Yeah, Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even like you look at like I know, I know we had a good laughter time with Seidel where his first fucking oh, yeah. bot nearly killed himself. You know, obviously he was okay, so we had no problem laughing at it. But you know, Damn you see Nakazawa. how many times have we seen that man <laughs> absolutely nail that move? And we're like, Jesus yeah. Christ, how of all people to mess it up him? You know, it was nearly a surprise. Like fuck, Seidel missing messing hmm, yeah. up. Whereas I mean, shit boys, can happen to anyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. whereas with these boys, this is the first time we've seen them, well, I've seen them try this thing, and they made a fucking hames of it. So now mm-hmm. anytime they even go for it, I'm going to be like, oh, here no, we go again. No, 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 You leave the fucking OTT legends that were two unlimited alone fits. It, it's a stark re- resemblance though isn't it it, it, has, it is, it is. Um, it's right it's just two young guys who have clearly a, an abundance of talent but they just haven't learned the ropes yet literally yeah. and figuratively yeah uh, and they just need to slow it down make sure their shit works and they'll get over quickly enough yeah self-trained play wrestlers in outlaw mud show or something whatever oh speaking of which uh the undertaker on joe rogan he called an indie show an outlaw mud show as well he called yeah. it an outlaw something yeah and joe rogan's like what's an outlaw oh i just mean like a, you know a rinky dink put 20 people in a gym type of show it's like oh so it's not just cornet that uses the phrase outlaw mud show fantastic um what do you think yeah. of uh, the match that's set for next week, Steve? Jungle Boy versus Dax. Oh yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? What's the what's the goal here? Is one of them injured or something that they have to do a singles match, or or is it just to get that team song on TV? Or is it to try and get Cornette to actually pay attention to FTR again since he's since they're dead to him now? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I take long. I think it's an element to legitimize Jungle Boy in terms of being a proper wrestler to a degree Mm. and also to enhance the feud because you'll have the following week probably the Jungle Express or whether Jurassic Express of Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy against FTR. So it's just another way to extend the feud and also to legitimize uh, Jungle Boy a little bit more. I think they'll probably do Luchasaurus against Cash next week then and then set up the tag match probably. I accept those terms as well. Mm -hmm. Set up the tag match for the pay-per-view. Is it two weeks until Beach Bash Bash Beach Beach Beach? Yeah, Bash, bash at Beach. Dynamite. Not not bash, bash at the Beach. No, uh, two weeks. I think so. Yeah, start of February. Yeah. Wednesday yeah. week. Hmm. Is it the week of the Rumble? Yeah, the Wednesday yeah. after the Rumble. Way I'm off that week. That's a lot of wrestling. Fantastic. And Impact. Don't forget Impact. And Impact. I guess. Yeah. You, but you're not watching Raw anymore, so that's okay. No, I didn't commit to that. <laughs> <laughs> is there going to be fans at the rumble did we ever find out or is it no, or no? nothing's no. been said so I'd, I'd like they would have said it by now if there was it's at thunderdome so there won't be oh take down the screens there's a stadium behind it like it's easy to yeah. do if they want to and use use the fucking pc oh then again they don't want the two mixing do they yeah because if you know <laughs> pc people going out to uh to drinks and dinner. dinner and stuff yeah. yeah it's a good thing bailey wasn't there on wednesday night so Mm. was she was she actually there or was that a oh, no, she was there really yeah. okay and lucha house party were obviously in the, the dusty tag classic and they're on smackdown raw raw, mm. raw. 
Oh, what a movie. Rory, what's the name of that movie? Kung Pao, is it? Do you ever see that movie? It's a kind of a spoof of Kung Fu movies. Yeah, Kung Pao. Just that, cl- that, that clip alone. That's a lot of nuts. You need to look it up. It's very good. Mm. Would it's badly, du- badly overdubbed. So it's, they speak in English, but it's also overdubbed in English. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Penelope Ford defeated legit Layla Hirsch via pump kick. Well, cool. I could say Penelope Ford is looking better in the ring week in, week out. She's definitely improved a hell of a lot in the last year. Mm-hmm. Which goes back to what we've always said along that, you know, talent is sexually transmitted. Ooh. Nick won't like that. Not not you, Nick. Other Nick. <laughs> not, a, not a Kip fan. Not a Kip fan. What? He doesn't like him. He's just bland, is his opinion of it. If, to be fair, if you want to see how bland he is, watch his fucking Twitch stream. <laughs> Jesus fuck. He's no Captain Christ. Sexy anyway. A man is as vanilla as vanilla could fucking be. Oh, thanks for the bits, mate. Yeah, thanks. That's if you only get out for Okay, if, if that's the case, if he really is that bland, then he must have a 25 inch penis. Oh, it's down to his ankle. I'm fully convinced. <laughs> the man needs a fucking tripod halfway along to make sure it doesn't snap. Well, there's got to be something to say that he's got Penelope. Oh, yeah. Well, like, disrespect. Between oh, him and Joy Janela, like, you know, which way are you going to go? Yeah, it's a strange one. <laughs> well, I, it's fair to say that Penelope literally could have her choice. Yeah, true. yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then you had the inner circle match. We kind of talked about a little bit with the Jericho thing, but it was um, Jericho and MGF against Sammy Hager with Sammy Hager in the inset uh, video, <laughs> and <laughs> against Santana on Ortiz. And Jericho and MGF won it uh, with a handful of tights on MGF or by MGF on Sammy Guevara. I, other than the the, the, the line slot, I kind of enjoyed this match, and this is going to be. Ex- Extremely difficult for me to say, but I enjoyed a Jake Hager match Whoa. for two times in a row. He was very good in this match yeah. because they used him like a big man. Yeah, wrong, that's what wrong, he is. The wrong team won. Yeah, yes. but like the storyline wise, it had to be yeah, cheating to, be. Uh, yeah. to win. But yeah, if they were doing a proper one, you'd want Sotan Ortiz to win because they're I'm the just, actual tag team. But yeah, they had to be. They had to do it this way for story. Like, I'm just hoping this is the start of splitting them away now. Mm. You're, you've wasted a year of these guys what they should do is um, <clears throat> you know Jericho's bat they should hang that above the ring and have a ladder match between them whoever gets the bat is the leader oh. just one on as in you know a sexy six way or whatever and then, and then Wardlow wins it all <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like it could be a case that yeah the MJF does something horrendously heelish to win the bat and he owns the inner circle and the IP and all that sort of shit. And that could be fun. And then have Jericho MGF then feud for three or four months. Jericho is climbing up to get it. Just as he reaches the top, someone, someone lifts up the bat even higher. So he can't reach it. It's <laughs> <laughs> never explained again. <laughs> What's in the lockbox? What is in the lockbox? Anyway, that's a W. Was there anything else? The sections or segment wise that were in there that we didn't talk about? You had uh, Miro and oh, Miro, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Charles Taylor. Mm, poor Miro. It's okay. Let's let's see how it goes. I assume that um, Chuck Taylor messes up the wedding with Orange Cassidy, so that should be fun. Yeah, the Young Bucks beating up in a ver- in thing. Oh yeah. So they go to quote Kenny's house, 
and they have an oil painting of Kenny Omega and Don Callis on the wall. And uh, Don Callis wants to pay the Young Bucks off to not get involved in whatever. I don't know where this is going. It's really weird. It's interesting. They're, they're teaming next week or the week after. Again. Yeah. Like, all right. I don't know. Cool. It was one of those weeks where I, I kind of left. I was kind of scratching my head at a lot of stuff. I was going, but why? <laughs> kind of like, it'll go somewhere. They always pay their stories off anyway. So there'll always be something. There'll be no lockbox incident, I think. Yeah. And we'll find out eventually why Charlotte beat Ray Ripley. Yeah. One of these yeah. months. Yeah. One of these months. Um, NXT then. Let's just talk about it, right? Let's just talk about it. Just talk it to my veins! Fight Pit. Not as good as the first one, but delivered. Most enjoyable. Yeah, really good. I really enjoyed it. I love the part at the start where Champa and Thatcher are at the top of the Fight Pit and they're going to throw each other off, like onto the floor. I was thinking, somebody say it. Somebody say it. If that happens on Sunday, Michael, he'd be out of the <laughs> Royal Rumble. <laughs> so, uh, How did they get down from the top of the cage? It was during the Quite ad break. Bad. Yeah, and they just kind of, like, they, one, I can't remember, I think it was uh, Thatcher tried to start climbing down, and Champa just kind of hit him in the hands and just kind of slightly fell in, uh, and then Champa climbed down himself. But yeah, it was I, in that break. I, I didn't get to see that because I didn't have any bespoke restaurant quality picture in picture so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah no I really enjoyed it um, the finish was cool as well Champa is trying to climb up to the top but Thatcher catches him sticks his leg out through the end of the cage and stretches him out in the corner until Champa has no choice but to tap yeah, and, and the one that he was stretching was the surgically repaired knee from a couple of years mm-hmm. back mm. so it's nicely done uh, yeah I think you said it right though it wasn't as good as the first one but it's as you often get when they bring in new match types, you'll often see after the first couple of them, they'll start trying to come up with new inventive ways of doing stuff and the matches take a hit for a while because they're trying mm. to see what stuff works and what doesn't. I think this was one of those. There were yeah. a lot of things that you didn't see. Like there was a lot of things you didn't see in the first one. Yeah, the so, jumping off the top of the cage and stuff like that wasn't there. Yeah. So yeah. There was, it, was, it, was very, it was very different. They were trying a lot of new things, but still really, really enjoyable. Made Thatcher look like an absolute badass and had to show mm-hmm. respect at the end. Uh, the two of them are teaming up in the Dusty Cup last night. Yeah, uh, nice little... live. Mm. How did that come about? Uh, they said they mentioned it briefly on NXT that someone was injured and they wouldn't be in the the. Ashanti they, 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 yeah, Ashanti Ashanti Adonis. Adonis and his buddy got basically destroyed by Cross. Yeah. Oh God, Cross kills he people. Made absolute shit of Ashanti <laughs> Adonis. Uh, <laughs> that was so fun. He's I, I don't know how, but that man has gone off, went off injured and came back looking more more athletic and more explosive than he was before he went away, which was saying something. And uh, this clever thing was he's establishing a secondary finisher as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to choke people out. He can, and he did with Ashanti Diodonis' tag partner. I think mm-hmm. that's the guy who used to be Denzel Desjardins or whatever his I name is. I think was. so, yeah. I think that's yeah, it. I can't remember what his new name is, but uh yeah, so he ended up fucking choking him out afterwards, but he made absolute bits of a shanty. Oh, it was a joy to watch. Joy to watch. And and then we just had a load of Dusty Rhodes tag matches. Uh, what the fuck was that move Casey hit? I don't know. The twisting no, took everything. It was, a, it was a Phoenix Splash back a splash. A Phoenix Splash <laughs> sent on. People were kept going on, what is this thing? And we're like, it's a botch. 
She was supposed to hit the Phoenix Black. That's my opinion of it anyway. And then she she over rotates because well, she, she weighs hit. three three. Well, she weighed thirty four pounds or whatever. She just well, floats she, wet. But she yeah. hit it onto the person's back, which makes me think it wasn't supposed to be a phoenix. Yeah, but I don't think they'd do a thing. Yeah, they wouldn't want spine on spine. Do you know, they wouldn't really allow that. So that's why I think it was a botch. Now, what Ricochet does the spine on spine 720. Yeah. Mm, maybe, I suppose. I don't know. I think she was just like trying to rotate were... as much as possible and yeah. see what lands. Yeah. How, how, how much Whatever way I land, I land. Yeah. How much, yeah. How much can you rotate without landing on your skull? That was, <laughs> it, was, it, it seemed to be at the very last rotation, she did realize, oh, fuck. And she got into a position to take a bump. You could see her arms go out and her shoulders go up and stuff, you know. That's the way I saw it anyway, but I don't know if it, I don't know. We'll, if, if we see it a second time and she lands it perfectly when she lands on her stomach or whatever, then it's a different story. But it just seemed like like a piece of paper floating around and it just got turned at the last minute. It just seemed to like, I don't know. It was weird. Who knows? Only they know. Yeah, cool. that Imperium Lucha House Party was a pretty strong match as well. A lot of fun. Yeah, both, both men's matches, did, I was surprised at the winners. Yeah, actually. Uh, that's good building up new teams. You have Kushida mm. and Leon Ruff, the Hammerlock Fisherman or whatever it was. Yeah, it was Hammerlock Fisherman Suplex he hit on Gargano. It was off the mat. It was. It was definitely Lol. off. But still, it doesn't matter. Um, nice. Lucha House Party defeated Imperium. I didn't see that coming either. That was fun. I like that match. Yeah. They finally realized that they have to finally realize I have one of the best wrestlers in the world in Metal League. Mm. Daniel Bryan is pushing for him, yeah. Yeah, man is ridiculous. And then Bronson Reed defeated Tyler Rust via Tsunami Splash. Really good match. The Rick and Tyler Rust look really durable. (laughs) 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 Resilient. I've got to take the word resilient. Durable. Uh, The man took a lot of slaps. Like a uh, battery. <laughs> uh, I couldn't think of the word resilient. I'm not long awake. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, no, he took it, it took a lot to put him away in it. They've done that with a lot of his matches. Is it takes it takes a lot to actually beat the guy. Like he, he has some one matches, but it takes it takes a lot for these top guys to actually do much to him. So yeah, it was good. It was grand. Uh, the story behind that was he went and asked Regal for the match himself, which Apparently wasn't quite what Malcolm Bivens was looking for him to do. I think he was looking for him to get a weaker match, obviously. But uh, yeah, so it was like, look, cool, we'll work with it. We'll see how it goes. And then obviously it didn't work. So now he's going to have to listen to Bivens more. So it's grand. Bivens is a top quality follow on Twitter. One of the best shit posters out there. Uh, Him on the Dakota Kai. (laughs) It was very good. Rage. Rich. <laughs> 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 Mia Yim and Keith Lee did it as well. It was very funny. I'm not uh, aboard the Bronson Reed hype train yet, though. No, no? I think he's great. I really know him. He, I, I, sure, he's a big guy. He can do a splash. What else is there about him? He doesn't. His personality hasn't gotten over yet. I think. But he's a megastar. He's the kid from Deadpool too. <laughs> Get it? No. No. Oh, oh. oh Steve. No. If he does, he looks like him. He sounds like him. You know, anyway. No. He kind of does. He does. 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 I think he does. He looks like him and sounds like him. I mean, clearly it's him. Anyway, moving on. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The one thing I thought the fight pit was let down a little bit in was the 
the commentary just wouldn't stop with the whole fucking I would never step foot in a structure like this and they kept saying it over and over and over you're like just let the fucking images do the talking for you we get it you said it 12 times that really annoyed me but mm, well Gordo pointed out that the commentary on AW was not to his liking this week by fucking god I'm going to watch NXT with it fucking muted from now on because I can't stand Vic Joseph he's I, done yeah. Look, yeah. the man is They're doing alright for himself. The man, the man is banging fucking <laughs> what's the name, Mich- uh, Mackenzie Mitchell. So he's doing yeah. alright for himself. Mm-hmm. Another man with a twenty-five inch penis. Fair play to the chap mm-hmm. because his fucking personality is drab. He's Michael Cole, just twenty years younger. Well, it's what they do. It's Cole training him and Tom Phillips and all them. To, they all sound the same. Just close your eyes when they're talking. You know, and you could be on camera. Close your eyes. You wouldn't tell the difference between any of them. So they, bad. They can't have dead air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look it was at, just like just let just they're beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. They're throwing each other like you know the spot where Champa put was it was a Thatcher actually kind of hit Champa's head right into the cage, the part of the structure of the cage, and they made a great sound where its head just popped off it. Well, just, don't worry, it's it, Lent, Lent, girth yeah. is more important than Lent. Don't worry, you got the girth you, deliverance. You've got them all on yeah. girth. We, we've been over this. You have the world's girthiest penis. Yeah, it's it's like a Pringles can, like but the small ones, you know, the little travel ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve's so going to get cancelled for that. Yes, oh. yeah. <laughs> can't cancel me. <laughs> how, how do you cancel that? Which is yes, I've saved my Deadpool two gag. Yes, <laughs> which I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Hey, look, I'd take it. Fuck it, it's grand. You'd take it, wouldn't you? Ah, <laughs> uh, back to being negative and jokes again. Damn it, how the mighty have fallen so quickly. But yeah, no, the fucking, the commentary is, is rough. It really is. Like what even the, they had Barrett Phoenix shouting add? it. What Beth Phoenix adds is? nothing to this. Get rid of her. I don't she get it. A they, female voice. Yeah, especially when they're doing this, the women's tag team classic right now. They She's just no getting rid of her right now. Oh, that yeah. introduction was terrible as well. Mm. I don't know one of our biggest pet peeves is the commentary so we're always on about this but I know it's one of mine anyway I just I, I just it's so unnatural it's where like with AEW even when even when the comment like JR when he hates stuff it's much better than fucking oh my like what's the other one you gotta be kidding me the same things they stay over and over I'd rather angry JR over Tom Phillips and Vic Joseph and all these lads any day of the week what really makes NXT seem so bad is the fact that we had Mauro there for so long. Yeah. He was so good that you really, you know, drop standards massively. Mm-hmm. Give me Mauro and Graves calling NXT, please. Yeah. Unfiltered. Unfiltered yeah. Graves, yes. Two of, them yeah. call, two of them calling that show would be the great one of the best commentary teams I think they'd ever have. Legit. Yeah. And we've shot, we've shot on Graves a lot. Deserve it. Yeah. The main when, Gra- when Graves gives a shit and is in not uh, under a script, he's very good. Yeah. Um, I would put Graves in the in the the part of ruined by the main roster. Yeah. 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 So. Anyway, you also had the overexposure with him though as well because he was on every show, oh, yeah. well, every main roster show for like what two years, three, two or three that. years. Yeah. yeah. So. Time for this. We're in a ratings war, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> good times um so this week aew 854 nxt 659 
I did not see them getting anywhere near these numbers considering the inauguration was on. And Bernie Sanders was sweeping the... Yeah, I know, but... People needed something to watch while they were making Bernie memes. Yeah, (laughs) but I, I thought there would be... Like, I thought there was going to be, like, riots and protests and shit like that. So I figured the news was going to dominate because of that. But there was no riots. The world didn't collapse into itself. So. You sound disappointed by that. I am a bit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought there'd be, like, you know, at least some riots. Civil war. Just a little bit of a civil war. A little bit. I mean, come on. This season of America has been fantastic. And then just, like, this was the season finale. And it was, like, the fucking end of Sopranos. You know, I was just like, <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, I didn't say what happened, but um, the all died in a plane crash. Yep, that's what it was. They were on the uh, the island was purgatory after all. It took us eight seasons. Um, but yeah, so it was AW won that week. So ratings totals leaves it with AW with fifty six wins, NXT with thirteen. Uh, so before we talk about what may be happening with the network. Let's go to our scores, which is currently AEW 39, NXT 29. And just call it, the difference from last week to this week across both shows was an extra 200,000 people. Boom. Boy. Mm-hmm. Big jump. Yeah. Um, and I still think both shows deserve to be doing better because the effort that's been put in on both shows is just way above any of the main roster shows. Uh, SmackDown has its moments. SmackDown's been good last while. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you know as a whole, SmackDown's been good the last three or four months, but before that, we were barely watching SmackDown, even ourselves. Since, since Roman came back, SmackDown yeah. has been yeah. good. Smack, SmackDown's mm-hmm. gained a lot since the draft. Very true. Uh, whereas Raw is the drizzling shit, and oh, as we've been over, is borderline impact. Uh, it's it's borderline unwatchable at this point now. Uh, SmackDown is good, Antox, yeah. Um, both when Roman is there and with other stuff. Um, genuinely, yeah, it is decent. Yeah, they're, they're starting to push new people now. They're yeah. going back to the old what SmackDown used to be. So you know, mm-hmm. you got last night Cesaro. Like, like there was a clusterfuck of an episode last night. Insofar mm-hmm. as you look at what was on it, you're like, this doesn't feel like it should all be on the one show. But everything mm-hmm. actually kind of works. There was, with the exception of the obstacle course, which wasn't great. <laughs> no, um, uh, I think that Nick- was that was saved by one part. Yeah, I think where Nick was going there was the SmackDown Six idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it seems like we're, they're, they're, they might be going somewhat similar to that back in the day. So they've got they're pushing Cesaro now. Obviously, they pushed Shinsuke a couple of weeks ago. So it looks like they're, they're having a few people that they they have their eye on to start pushing towards more bigger things. Mm-hmm. So oh, where do we start? I don't know which way to vote because I love the fight pit, love the cross thing. Outside of that, it does nothing I needed to see. Do you know that kind of way? It was completely missable. Missable's harsh, but you know, if I was telling someone the things you have to watch, just watch the cross and fight pit, and then AEW, I'd be like, I don't know, what did you miss on this week? AEW felt too much like filler for me this week. Um, mm. So with that feeling, and I said the commentary just felt. Remember, there was a couple of weeks where what's his name, fucking Excalibur, wasn't there, and the commentary was just it was all over the shop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was getting back close enough to that for me. So on that, the couple of botches and just the feeling that nothing really happened, mm. I'd have to give it to NXT. Um, like they, the AEW has Beach Break and Revolution coming up in the next f- five weeks, mm. but it still feels like okay, where you know, 
we kind of want to get shit going. I don't want all this stuff to be happening last minute. Can I keep keep the ball rolling nicely? And I didn't feel I got that from this one. I enjoyed Moxley's match and the promo afterwards. I put that up there with the cross thing, you know, in terms of yeah. the other big thing to watch out for in the shows. But with the exception um, that, the only other thing that really jumped out at me was it was nice that they done what they done for negative one. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I didn't get Anton out of this show. Yeah, so you're like the two the two best parts were <laughs> on one show it was a fight pit, the other one was a birthday cake. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was a totally <laughs> different thing had a segment with Dr. Luther in it. Like. <laughs> oh, it's a so, tough one. Yeah, I don't me, think either I, show was overly great this week. No, it's, neither were fantastic, but I'd no. have to give NXT my vote because said AEW just felt like a two hours of nothing this week. Which I'm, is unusual. Yeah, I'm feeling the same way as Gordo with this as well. Like AEW didn't grab me at all this week for Anton, really. Mm. Um, whereas I really enjoyed the fight bit, so, and the tag matches were decent on NXT as well for the most part. And I liked the cross segment, and I like Bronson Reed. So I got it, everything was grand on NXT. Uh, whereas there's not really going on for AEW for me. I got I got blocked actually on Twitter by a lad over a comment I made about AEW. Oh, I what did you said, say? Was it was it horrendous and it hurt his family? Uh, essentially pointed out that if the first hour of AEW happened on Raw, the internet was shit all over. That is true. Mm. Um, I'm also going NXT. Um, Fight Pit, I have to live the gimmick, but I like Cross too. <laughs> I, I enjoyed parts of AEW, but and same with NXT. I didn't think NXT was overly great either. It was just solid episodes, I guess. Um, so I'll just go NXT. I think they deserved it this week because they'll probably lose again next week. So, <laughs> Pits? Yeah, um, Fight Pit was a bit underwhelming in the in the scheme of things of what we'd expected from the first one, but I think that was always going to happen because of the styles clash was different. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you'd Riddle and Thatcher, you're always going to get a more submission based fight the first time around, whereas this is Champa just you know they're going to maul each other. So I, I've enjoyed it for what it was. Um, commentary was was the dog shit for it. So disappointing. Yeah, the, the commentary should enhance what you're seeing on TV, not take away from it. Yeah, and the lads really are in there telling you how brutal this match is. I don't need you to tell me. Tell me once. That's all I need. The New yeah. Japan, they will tell you what's happening and they will leave it sit for 30 seconds. Yeah. You don't get that gap of even 5, 10 seconds. I think the longest gap in commentary last night was on SmackDown, for example, was during the... Well, with the exception of the odd time during entrances, obviously, was... During the obstacle course, and Cole made, I can't remember what it was, he made a really terrible joke, and the two of them just sat there for a couple of seconds before Corey was like, I, I honestly can't believe you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was nearly like, you just got fed that line and you actually fucking said it. But it was the only time there was a gap of a couple of seconds where I think Corey legit didn't actually know what to say. <laughs> but other than that, they always have to be talking, they always have to have something. Like, no, this isn't like being on a radio show or a podcast where... If you leave dead air for 10 seconds, it's just a terrible experience. Mm-hmm. Just Users are seeing something. They have something there. Haven't, they don't have to hear you because they're watching something yeah. else. Which is supposed this to be this the isn't a radio focus. show. Yeah. yeah, their main focus is supposed to be what they're seeing, not what they're hearing. Less but is they more. can't seem to get that shit into their fucking heads. Yeah. Uh, carrying Cross, I know you're all on the hype train for it. Choo-choo. And he's an unbelievably look good looking talent you know physically you can you look at him and you see a star 
His entrance needs to fucking die a death, though. That's just fucking, How that dare is, you? That is just too much every single time. That should be a pay-per-view level entrance. You're getting double credit. You have stolen my <laughs> dreams and my childhood <laughs> with your empty words. No, you know, I know just, what you're saying. Just, just like Cody should save the fucking yeah. all that sort of shit <laughs> for his fucking pay-per-view entrance and that fucking Snoop Dogg snippet on his entrance also needs to die again. Oh, it's oh, so bad because he, uh, he has the Triple H entrance, then the Cody music, then the Snoop Dogg remix. There's too much going on. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just to counteract that. But like he he bet someone that they're trying to push as an up and coming talent with two suplexes and a strike to the back of the head. Mm. <clears throat> you know, make it a little bit more vicious if you want me to believe that he's a fucking murdering monster here. Like than two killer. two suplexes. That are I'll, fairly routine. I'll forearm you in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> you know what no, I mean? It's I know like, what you're saying about the entrance, though. It does feel like it's it's too big for TV all the time. But I guess how do they get out of it now? Because that's like the Scarlett just has to tone it down a bit. It'll be fine. Maybe yeah. That's the way I was way I thought with that entrance. Mm. She's always been a bit too over the top in the entrance. She, she, yeah. That woman can do whatever she wants. I'm never gonna. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna tell her what to do and what not to do. Cancel Nikki. And <laughs> <laughs> um, the the tag matches, uh, the women's one was fine. Um, eh, you're not gonna tell me that you know that was believable in any way, shape, or form. But <laughs> you, you can suspend your beliefs for so long. But okay. And <laughs> um, the Lucha House Party match was fun. I thought that was probably the overall best wrestling match of the Wednesday Night Wars. I thought that was just fucking nail on head perfection. Um, Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory couldn't give a fuck. Glad they lost. Get him off my TV. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't watch Austin Theory. Because of the nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. just the, the gimmick change that they put on him as well. Like before he joined The Way, which by the way is That's a terrible. fucking terrible name. It's really bad. He was, you know, the smartest guy in the room. He was, you know, the the prodigy, the guy coming through. And all of a sudden, now he's with Johnny Gargano. He's acting like a doofus and an idiot and laughing at stupid jokes. It's like, Less than a year on. ago, he was getting ready to be on WrestleMania. Quite literally. He was yeah. on the WrestleMania card, for fuck's yeah. sake. Then flip it over to Dynamite this week. You had an awesome opening segment for Negative One. Like, that's just fucking good, wholesome shit right there. The match itself was completely irrelevant because it just served a purpose. Um, it could have been better, absolutely. But you know, you've got Chaos Project and Steve's two favorite wrestlers, DH2, in there as well. Whoa. But the finishing sequence was fucking class. The buckshot lariat um, into the German suplex into the diving pin. That was just fucking good. I love that. And it extended the feud then, or not the feud, but the program with Hangman joining Dark Order. It will happen. And it's just going to be fun when it does happen. Cody, meh, he just needs to be on every show. Pretty Peter, nice to give him a match. The match was meh. Um, like you said, uh, the fact that your one came out and didn't speak was a major plus. Moxley and Camarado was fun. The six man I enjoyed, despite the horrible, godforsaken botch. <laughs> and the women's match was okay too in its uh, glorified scheduled segment. Um, oh, but, yeah. oh, but but they plugged AW heels during the Cody match. <gasps> but there was a woman present though. If My Jade Cargill counts as a woman, I don't really know. She's a woman. Wow. She's wow. a mother. 
Wow. How dare you? <laughs> She's a mother face. She's a better mother than Brandy will ever be. Did you not pay attention to the god off promo last week? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and in a bit I quite enjoyed. I thought it was a fun story they told. Um and I said like I enjoyed Sammy is a star and he needs to uh, get How a dare you? <laughs> Actually, yeah. You used to despise Sammy, Steve. What's your opinion on it? I'm now, still there. I'm still that. I'm still not there. Still Better or worse than TH2? Oh, I mean, TH2 are the drizzling shits of life. So Sammy <laughs> is above them. Sammy's <laughs> done some cool stuff in there. Sammy will probably turn me around. TH2, uh, I, I will never will. see anything in. Sammy's turned me around, but he's another person that I want away from inner circle now at this stage. He's got to grow a beard or chest hair or bulk up or something he just looks like a child testicles yeah (laughs) he just looks like a child i don't mind him being in inner circle they just need to kind of not all be doing the same thing so what i love about most wrestling factions or what should be the best thing about a wrestling faction is that you have multiple people but they're doing different things Mm. and Ah, they can all interact you have adam cole being twitch then you have (laughs) ronnie is just being a good wholesome family man but uh, like you, Kyle you, obviously does his submission stuff, and then you have Bobby Fish doing Q and on. I was hoping you were going there. <laughs> like you jokingly say that, but it's actually true though, because if you look yeah. at it, you've got Cole and Strong in the Dusty Classic this year, whereas you would have had traditionally Fish and O'Reilly in it. You've had O'Reilly challenging for the title now, where you've had traditionally Cole being the champion. And Bobby so Fish from the Capital Wrestling Center. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> They are interchangeable, which is the fun part of it. You don't have one person doing one thing and everyone else being their backup for that. And that's the only story that they're working on. You can have multiple people in the faction doing multiple things and they can interchange with each other. And that's what Inner Circle really should be. Completely Santana and Ortiz needs out of there because we just need to see them being wrestlers again. Mm. But I'm, I'm enjoying the MJF angle of it and Wardlow is brewing nicely as well. Um he Wardlow to be the biggest homegrown star that AEW will ever have. That man well, is money. Him and MJF, for different reasons, will be absolutely running the show in three years' time. Yeah. But I, I would counteract and say, I thought AEW was probably more consistent through the night in terms of being kind of average, maybe slightly above average for most of it. Uh, whereas uh, NXT kind of dipped a bit in, in the middle with the women's tag and the Bronson Reed. I just, I just don't get it. I don't see it him in him. I'm getting there because I like the Malcolm Bivens kind of, uh, angle they're running with. But just for the, the uh, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks and Darby Allen and <laughs> Cinematic, I assume. Street uh, fight. Probably not. Street fight, you can get away with it. Like Sting Plus, is 60 something. So it's. Is that, but anyway. <laughs> he is a Sting. <laughs> He's sixty. Sure he's in his 50s. No. Oh no, he's sixty something. I think. I, th- I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was sixty-two. Sixty-nine. So. Jesus Christ, he's way older than I thought. He's not sixty-nine, is wrong he? Wrong thing. Wrong thing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we have our clip. Roxanne, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to fight in a street fight. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good times. Well played, Nick. Well played. <laughs> so yeah, for context, he's sixty-one. He'll be sixty-two in March. So there you uh, go. Um, <laughs> and no one said nice after he said sixty-nine either. We've, we're, the standards have dropped. 
<sighs> anyway, um, Lucha Randy. I'm going to briefly talk about Raw <laughs> if you don't want to kill yourselves yet. But Retribution, Randy. Yeah. Tell me tales because I haven't heard or seen anything from Raw this week. So he got burned last week, you know, with the, with the Hadouken by Alexa Bliss. Oh, yes. And because his face is all messed up, he's wearing a mask. Because you know what I... His nose. He shows his nose. And his, <laughs> his eyes that are all burnt. Yeah. The first thing I do, if my... What did they say it was? First degree burns? Or mm. third degree burns, one of them? Third degree, I think. The first thing I do is go and put a mask on my face after that happened. It's clearly a soothing gone. mask. Yeah. yeah a soothing lucha it. mask. Lucha, lucha. Randy was just out here doing good lucha things to start the show. But the main thing is the Royal Rumble declaration stuff is a shit show at the moment. So we have a theory that if you stand next to Adam Pearce and AJ Styles, you cannot declare for the Royal Rumble like everybody else can. So Ricochet was hit by the Drew Gulak rule this week. And Adam Pearce had to explain it on Twitter. Then I can't even remember what the explanation was, but I, ha- I have it here. It's actually pretty simple. Those that have been granted the ability to simply declare entry into the Royal Rumble by management are free to do so. Those that haven't must qualify. I don't write the rules. I enforce them. Cool. Yeah. At least he's trying. At least he tried to explain it away. I would give credit for that. Parcel credit for that. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody else on the same board. On board uh, I mean, nah. like, do it on the TV show. Like, he, sh- he shouldn't yeah. have to. Yeah. No, no, he shouldn't. But at least he tried. Just to put it on the TV show. Bart, Bart, cake gif. At least you tried. At least you tried. Yeah, Ric uh, Flair and Lacey, Ro- Lacey Evans are riding. Yeah, they're at it. Space Mountain, baby. Mm-hmm. Oldest ride, longest line. Does Rick really need another ex-wife? Was he on <laughs> four now or something? Uh, Double it, I'd say. Oh, man. Uh, oh, AJ and Ricochet had an amazing match. That was good. That was very that good. That finish. Oh, that finish. Yeah. Fantastic. Ex- so, explain the finish. So what was it exactly where he threw him onto the top rope? Uh, how did he do it? Was it like a powerbomb type move onto the rope? And, and Ricochet bounced out and, caught, and he caught him in the Styles Clash. Yeah. Can't remember how he got to the rope though. Was it a back body drop or I don't remember? Anyway, he bounced off the rope. <laughs> yeah, he bounced him off the rope somehow, like a powerbomb style bounce off. You know, if you were a powerbomb, someone on the top rope type of thing. And Ricochet bounced out of that and AJ caught him in the Styles Clash. It was fantastic. Just can't remember what the move was before that. Bounce. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> And I also just shared something in the Discord chat. So if people aren't in our Discord, go to our Twitter. It's at 2 Wrestling. You'll find a link to our Discord where you can join us live every week. Because we have a little extra stuff for people that are listening live that we're not going to talk about in the show every week. They, yeah. they, they didn't put in the clip the bit that we're trying to discuss of what happened. No. It <laughs> yeah. does look like a powerbomb, though, doesn't it? He <laughs> just seemed to powerbomb him on the top rope and then catch him. Oh, there, there we go. There's there a new one. But yeah, so in SmackDown vs. Raw 2009, there was a character as Masked Man from one of the Road to WrestleManias, and there was a 50-50 chance it could be Orton. And all I'm seeing with Orton with his mask this week was essentially was a white mask <laughs> instead of the black one. That's all I'm seeing. So he AJ picks him up in a vertical suplex style thing, but he throws him forward onto the top rope. Ricochet bounces off the top rope and AJ catches him. Boom. That was fantastic. Ricochet is good at the graps. He yes. really is. It's a shame they don't do anything with him. Mm, apparently his contract might be up this year. Supposedly. I mean, there's someone AEW should go after. 
Absolutely. You'll not have that fucker sell to Marco stunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gordo. I'm sorry. Um, I, I won't get over it now. I'm, it's it's in my head now, so I can't. Get under talk him, about so. the good Talk about the good stuff on SmackDown then. Uh, Roman Reigns opened the show with a great promo. Oh. And it ends up with... Paul Heyman having to be a man and stand up to, stand up because what was it? Adam Pearce disrespected Paul Heyman, which means he disrespected the tribal chief, which means Paul Heyman had to handle his business and face uh, Adam Pearce in a match in the main event of SmackDown. And as soon as he heard this, he knew what was going to happen. Card subject to change to get their revenge for last week. But Roman Reigns came out and beat the piss out of Adam Pearce. But then Kevin Owens came out and decimated Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. It was very cool thrown out there I wish that this was in a build up to Wrestlemania instead of Rumble I said to Paddy last night this match doesn't feel like a title match that should be at a Rumble the way Rumble title matches are normally just ah we'll give it to Dolph Ziggler or, <laughs> <laughs> or you know ah Jeff Hardy hasn't had a title match in a while we'll give it to him you know that kind of who could we like, afford to not really have in the Rumble yeah. but still be you know worthy of having a title shot yeah whereas this is like this like this match feels like something that you could do at a WrestleMania. So why the fuck are you doing it in a throwaway at Rumble? And these two lads are knocking. Well, sorry, four lads. So I'm going to include Pierce and Heyman. The four of them are knocking it out of the park over the last couple of weeks for me. I hope they do something cool next week because that should have been the go home. Yeah, yeah. Because they've they've kind of boxed themselves into a corner there. What's what to do now? Is Uso out? Covidy? Maybe he's very yeah. missing. And SmackDown this week. <laughs> very missing. Very missing. <laughs> I just had a thought. Do they do the opposite of what we normally see on a go home? And they have Roman beat up Owens. Because normally you'd have, like, we'd say, whoever's Owens laying won, on a go home yeah. the they would win. The what, if they, what if they flip reverse it? Oh boy. It's it's interesting. I mean, I assumed that Jimmy Uso would return when the beatdown started. He'll return. You know, yeah, I'm assuming so. That'll be the the catch. But I don't know what they do next week. I thought that was perfect, the way to close it. Unless they, they're they using the main event next week to build another match or give them the... the, the what other match on SmackDown is going to be big, though? Unless they do the reverse. Oh, might yeah. do a reverse bait and switch and put uh, Adam Pearce back in it. On this day, 1939, Dutch Smith versus Bill Lewin in an underwater wrestling match. <sighs> Fight pool. Give me the fight pool in the Capital Wrestling Center. Triple H, Triple H, fight pool. Fight pool. I need the fight pool. The only only way to win is to drown your opponent. I love it. (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm dead. Oh, we broke Gardo. We broke Gardo. Oh, fight pool. I need to fucking quote tweet that and oh, tag you triple H. Beautiful, beautiful, man. <laughs> oh, fuck, oh fight me. pool. <laughs> oh. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Well, anything else on SmackDown you want to talk about? Reggie. Uh, Cesar- yeah, Reggie, we need to. Cesaro as well, just the fact that they're, they're mm. properly pushing Cesaro. He's after getting a, a clean win over Daniel Bryan and Dal Ziggler two weeks in a row. And he hit a pop-up neutralizer. Yeah. Also, that whole segment where Debray came out, was talking, interrupted by Cesaro. Cesaro refused the match with Debray, saying he'd already beaten him and Debray wasn't dressed for the occasion and issued an open challenge. 
Ziggler came out, answered the open challenge. Everything about that was absolutely perfect. Yeah. yeah. Everyone shone in that segment, and it reminded me of SmackDown 15 years ago. Yeah. While also being an IC title match from 2014. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need to look a cage match for that uh, no it's like it's like ah oh, jesus this is a trip down memory lane i have um, contacted yeah. my good friend paul levesque <laughs> in regards to the fight pool <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah that that'd be an amazing spectacle oh look at that i'm just looking at the gif now look at that for a body slam and he kicks him down oh perfect Oh, rear naked choke, but he escapes by swimming away. <laughs> Who do you put in your first ever fight pool match, Steve? Oh, fight pool. I mean, shark Boy, when you need Bobby Fish. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby Fish. Fish. Bobby Fish. <laughs> Bobby Fish and Shark Boy. Perfect <laughs> pool. It's too hard, Nick. In this case, I mean my penis talking about this idea. Give me the fight pool, Triple H, you coward. Uh, fight control. pool. And Wale is there for, you know, special musical guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whale. <laughs> whale. 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 <laughs> who's, but who's you put in the fight pool? It'd have to be like, oh, fuck. I don't know. You have to put Thatcher in because it's a, it's a fight structure. So Thatcher. Thatcher has to go in. Thatcher, Kyle O'Reilly. I like it. But and see, the, the, the twist is the, Thatcher can't swim. Yeah. <laughs> he's gotta, so he's got to go down and bring people to the surface before he can fight them. Um, yeah, I like this. What if you, what if you, well, let's just talk about this even more. What if you make the money in the bank match a fight pool? But money, you've got to get to the, the fight pool. Money in the fight pool, but you've got to swim to the bottom and you've got to unhook the briefcase and then manage to navigate the wrestler filled waters to make it out of the fight pool with the briefcase. You have to have a brick in the briefcase, though, to make sure that it stays down there, because otherwise, as soon as people start fighting, if one of them lets go of it, it's going to float back right, right, uh, right up to the top. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to have to have, like, a cement-filled briefcase or something. Just yeah. Like, oh, absolutely, down. yeah. you got a, like a giant ball just to weigh it down or something. Yeah. Oh, lads, I'm all, I'm all in. I'm all in on money in the fight pool. Oh, money in the fight pool. Perfect. Yes, the fight pool. Fuck me. How has nobody done this? All the shows <laughs> we've seen with so many Yeah. Like, oh, man. Okay. I need that swimming pool at Daly's Place used or whatever it's called at the actual stadium out there. Give us the fight pool. Oh. Um, but can you imagine what fucking Ricochet and Osprey could do underwater? <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Keep your, keep, your, keep your arse away from the water filter, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think, I think we're onto an idea here. Uh, we'll go. We we'll go best match, worst match. Worst match. We're talking then. about Reginald, yes. Oh, yeah. Reginald, yeah. We're talking about Reginald. Tell tales. This man was fantastic. Can we get him on yeah. show five? <laughs> Apparently, he's only wrestling a year. He's been wow. training a year. Yeah, they. He's a gymnast that they brought in, and he has. This is his, probably his first actual match on front of what would have been people. But like, I know obviously they could have practiced this down to a T, and they have like the ring backstage. So I'm assuming they've got they went through it a million and one times. But some of the counters, out of moves that this man done were mm. ridiculously mm. good. The, what was it the backflip and slide out of the ring was fucking oh awesome. yeah so good. yeah nailed uh, it. Was it he he done the instead another way you'd often see when like they're doing drop down leapfrogs and all that stuff but you often see like what luchadors will do a, a diving front roll over someone he done that with a twist mm. he done it with a full corkscrew over someone I'm like yep. what the fuck dude mm-hmm. um, and most importantly he pulled down Sasha Pan- Banks pants huge yeah huge huge, huge. Was, was it huge 
Um, send picks. <laughs> send picks. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll move on. Best match, worst match then. You're not going to talk about the obstacle course? Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best part was Bianca fucking lifted old, uh, yeah, fucking that's what saved it. Otis. Yeah. That's why I'm not nominated for 24-7 because that <laughs> saved the segment. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. bad. Um, I'm going to start with Fight Pit as best match for me. Um, I'm torn. There's a three-way tie for me in this. Fight Pit was fantastic. Ricochet AJ was fantastic. And the multi-man also, from Dynamite. The, I agree. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I was also going to say the Luther House Party Imperium, I think, was very underrated. Mm. Really, really solid match. So, I don't know. I think I'd go... Uh, I'm going to go to the tag match from NXT. The... Lucha House Party match. I think it was good to see that these guys are finally getting a chance to shine as well. So I like that one. To if, just to mix it up, I'll go for the AJ Styles Ricochet match. Just so we have different votes. Boom. Yeah. Worst match. I'm trying to go through what was there. <laughs> I don't know. Anyone got any ideas? Jeff Hardy Hard- and Jackson Riker. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte Payton. Hmm. Oh, we didn't talk about Alexa Bliss being fucking, oh, fucking able to change outfit mid-match. Mm-hmm. And pinning the world champion. Hooray. <laughs> yeah, I go probably that or the clusterfuck tag match on AEW. Yeah. Undertaker versus the youth. <laughs> <laughs> Any other ideas? Yeah, I think I think Charlotte Payton was pretty bad, though. I, I, I'm struggling. Yeah, I'll say Charlotte Payton just to stick it out in my head. I'm going to go Jeff Riker. Fitz? Uh, probably the eight-man opener from Wednesday Night Wars on Dynamite. Cool, cool. Best segment, worst segment. Best there segment, Roman promo for me. Probably. No, I quite neg- enjoyed the Young Bucks and John Callis as well, actually, on AEW. Negative one's birthday party. With the best one. Yeah. Mm. That's just good, wholesome fun. No, I won't do it. I won't. It would um, be rejected wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> My birthday was three days ago, you idiots. Yeah, that was good. Um, um I'm probably gonna go along with the promo the Roman Reigns promo start as well. Yeah. Time. Me too. Cool. Worst segment. This should be fun. Asuka and Alexa Bliss playhouse thing. Oh, I was going to say, ah. of course. Oh, it was awful. The dancing and the, the lost parts and dropped lines and oh, good lord. I like the finish of the match or the, you know, the, the ending of the match with the cool switch thing, but there was the actual talk show part. I was just like, what am I watching? What the fuck is this? Sure, that was mine that, anyway. There had to have been a bad segment on Raw. What segments were there on Raw? Yeah, Asuka and Alexa Bliss. <laughs> um, what else was oh, there? Oh, Bobby Lashley's fucking stomp. Oh, yeah, that, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Stomp on feet clearly in between his two legs. <laughs> Stop moving the camera. Ms. Morrison is always up there, Antox. I can't remember what they did this week. Um, oh, go, they, Gilbert. 
Oh, oh yeah, Gilberg. No, they had Gilbert that cannot get voted. Gilberg and Joey Janela came out. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah, I I I got the good conscience to allow anyone to say that anything that has Gilberg in it is a worse segment. So no, no one no one oh can vote Miz and Morrison God. this week. Good for Gilberg. He was only out of hospital. He had a heart attack recently, so he got himself a nice payday. So hopefully he got a good few quid out of it. And apparently, I'm just after seeing it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, Gilberg universally loved, with the exception of one man who dislikes him. Goldberg. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> everyone else who meets the guy apparently he's one of the nicest guys ever. Obviously, he knows that. Obviously, he's made a living off the back of Goldberg. He knows that other than that, he wouldn't have really had the career he had. But apparently, he's really humble, really nice guy, and everyone just absolutely loves him, with the and exception Matt, of Bill Goldberg. And Matt Riddle loves him. He posted oh, a yeah. selfie with him this week. <laughs> apparently, they, apparently, like they have worked shows together before and stuff. And yeah, apparently, the two of them are like really they are two friends. Like so. Good on That's Gilberg. Awesome. That was great to see Gilberg. It what really lightened up Raw. He Miz and Morrison. There was a stare down between Joy Janela's double and um, Gilberg. I don't remember. I wasn't yeah, there a lot. Yeah, Jack and Fart and Gilberg. Yeah, yes. who, who had a very Irish accent and not Scottish in any way. Oh, good lord! Anyone else with any shouts for worst? No, I think the stamp was the worst for me. It's up there. Yeah. <laughs> One nomination for best match of the week I'd throw in there actually we, that we forgot was Cesaro and Ziggler. Mm. Yeah, yeah, very good actually. I love how Ziggler keeps saying brother now. That's his new gimmick. <laughs> yeah. I like it. <laughs> uh, wrestler of the week. Hmm. Um, Timothy Thatcher, I'm going to go with. Probably. Uh, Thatcher or Cesaro? Yeah, I'm going to go Thatcher just because of how much of a monster they made him look like. I'm, I'm going to say Cesaro, and it's not just based on this week, it's based on the last couple of weeks, but he, he's just been really starting to turn it up again. So I'm, I'm going to say Cesaro. I think I gave it to him last week, so... I would say Roman Reigns here, but if I do that, I'll be giving Roman Reigns the win every week, so <laughs> give him yeah. a break. Who just because call? I would have given it to either of those two guys firstly, but since though they've already been suggested, I'll go for Reginald. Reginald. Mm. Yep. Big shout out, Reggie. Somalia Reginald. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Somalia. It was a wine joke. That's what it was. The the, the or the Michael Cole joke was something about wine, wasn't it? No, then, it was, no, it was during the I thought it was during the obstacle course, wasn't it? Maybe, okay, there was two then. Because he did something about wine and then Corey Graves just stopped talking right afterwards. Was that the circus Somalia one? Oh yeah, that was, that, was, <laughs> that was at least clever. Cirque du Sommelier out here, get out. And all he does is wine or something. They said after that as well. Good lord. Uh, plugs, Gordo. Home time. Home time. Country road, take me home. Uh, yep. So if people want to get more of us here at the Elijah Wrestling Podcast, you're going to find us on all your favorite podcast apps. So you're going to find us on your iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening. Now you're going to find us every week. Uh, if wherever you're listening does have a like system or a star rating system, please give us a thumbs up, a five star. Leave, a, even if you want to shit on us in whatever comment you leave, just give us a positive because it helps. It just it helps us when it comes to the search algorithms and stuff like that. So it'll really be doing us a favor. Also, please make sure to check out the guys over at Wrestling Soup, uh, WrestlingSoup.com. Lovely, shiny new website over there. And make sure to check them out on Patreon as well. They've always been absolutely amazing to us. Um, honestly, can't say enough nice things about them. And their content is top-notch, always has been, and always will be. Also, And shout out once again for that image that Mish sent over. Holy it's hell. It's so fucking good. It's yeah. 
uh, I, I don't like the fact that all year you're stealing my gimmick of being masked. <laughs> uh, there's only Actually, one right here. I meant to bring something up. I, I said it to you as well, and Mish would never have known this. I downloaded the the, the poster they did for Takeover Dallas. So I was going to do a kind of, a, I wanted to do some sort of an image of like a fight poster. And then if you look at that and you look at the picture of the Dallas one, they're exactly the same. You know, the same kind of design. I was like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> How did the universe discover this? Great minds think alike, dude. Mm, great minds think alike. Um, speaking of great minds, the three great minds over at the Break the Apocalypse podcast. Please make sure to check out those guys. It's Break the App on Twitter. Uh, again, make sure to check them out on Patreon as well. Um, looking forward to catching up. Um, I think I'm two weeks behind now at the moment. I haven't had a proper chance to listen to stuff lately. Uh, also, shout out to our friends at Canvas Theory, www.canvastheory.com. If you use the promo code AWP, get 10% off your entire order. Uh, currently shipping only to US, will be coming eventually to Europe. There, I said the line. Now, Nick, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, also, please make sure to check us out on Twitter. It's at 2 Wrestling. Uh, our DMs are open, so come in with any ideas you have, anything you want us to talk about, or even if you just want to Slide on in, girls. Slide right on in there. Feet picks. <laughs> we have no problem with feet picks. Uh, you'll also find a link on there to our Discord channel if you want to come and join us and get notifications of when we're going live every week when we record the podcast. As I said earlier, there's little extra stuff, just extra memes and shit that will be shared throughout the recording where you're not going to get that when you're actually listening back to it, but you can join in the fun with us every week if you follow us on Discord. Uh, also check us out on YouTube if you search for the Alleged Wrestling Podcast and please follow us on our Twitch account. It's Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Our children need wine. It costs yep. you nothing. Please go on there and follow us. Steve is possibly going to be on there later tonight. Yeah, it depends on how tired I am. I'm yeah. working early, so. Um, but we're only when you need twenty three more people to follow, so we can monetize the channel. So please, if you listen to this, if you ever want to do us a favor, completely free to do to go and hit the follow button on Twitch if you have a Twitch account. Costs you nothing. And triple XP. Triple, triple XP. XP. Actually, Gordo, just while I have the Twitch app thingy open here, can you just say something there just to check levels? One, two, three, one, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah, yeah, you're about six points behind me. Get it? Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> it had to be done. We're top of the league. You're, you're a cunt. Uh, oh, listen, it's all going to go down in flames. Let me enjoy my few, my 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Liverpool can't fucking score at all. I have, more, I, I have more of a hope of fucking scoring with a woman than Liverpool have a score and a fucking goal at the moment. That's how bad shit's gotten. Uh, look, everything's coming up Millhouse at the moment, so um, I don't know. It's going too well, which tells me it is going to be a disaster. Just got an email with a Twitch verification code, says Deliverance. Who's hacking them? The Russians? It's Dana. Dana's trying to get into a Twitch account. <laughs> <laughs> they got him. Anything else to say, boys? No. Uh, no. All, all good. Boobies. Boobies. So for those watching on Twitch, uh or well you were, there's nobody watching on Twitch anymore. Because <laughs> it's a long show and there's no video. It's only a, a static image. But uh yeah, so thanks for joining on Twitch. Hit the follow and Twitch is done now. That's Twitch gone. Cool. And this this is a Twitch. test run to see how it works. Um yeah, interested to see how that goes for us. Last minute call, who's going to win the fight tonight? I reckon McGregor will win tonight's one. Yeah. Depends on, depends how his training has been. Will uh, it go the distance? Nah. Nah. He's, he seems more focused, uh, so I think he'll win the second. kind of want Poirier, Poirier to win, though. 
Yeah. Oh, time, I definitely, I definitely want Poirier to win, but I yeah. don't think he will. No, McGregor looks to be in ridiculous shape. Um, Nicolas, are you cracking out the proper twelve for tonight? Oh, that's long gone. <laughs> You're welcome. I wonder will I get up early and watch the fight and stay up and then go to work? You know that's not going to happen. No, I can do it. I just, I just think it's a horrible idea. It's a long day then after that. <laughs> yeah. Look, if I wake up in the middle of the night before five, I, I think I'll just get out of bed and watch it and then go back to bed. Stupid fucking Sunday. The one Sunday I'm working and it's just, there's a fight on. And I booked this off at the start of January and I can't get it off. Uh, what a pain in the ass. A random Sunday in the middle of January. Clearly it's going to be bananas. Well, it probably is actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, FML, I might do some team hospitaling later on on Twitch. Mm. Oh yeah, um, we finished season two of Love Hate last night, so nice. see how that goes. Nice. And Kira is worse for wear after it. <laughs> she uh, may have had a little bit too much wine, and she's in bed. And it's six p.m. and she's still in bed. Just <laughs> <laughs> not like her. Whatever. I she, that. Yeah. She's not like this normally. But uh, yeah, usually you can't get her up. into bed, huh? Way. Nailed it. <laughs> wish I did <laughs> <laughs> good night all oh, good night all good night all